Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oi, oi. How you doing? Uh, not too bad, you son. Fucking happy to have that over the line, mate, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was much harder work than it should have been. Yeah, yeah, big time. We, uh, I thought we looked knackered that second half. Yeah, I was expecting to enjoy that game much more than I did. I'm a bit disappointed, to be honest with you. Yeah, I felt like they worked really hard in that first half, Fulham. Um, I thought we sort of we looked more dominant, obviously, but second half I I was sort of quietly predicting it would be a landslide. You know what I mean? That we'd come out and do um, four or five, honestly. Yeah. You know, it, well, that's why I went into the game hoping, having seen the team and having that, you know, jokingly said we'll lose one nil because that's sort of what you always have in the back of your mind when you actually enjoy the team. But that was um, yeah, that second half was just, it was too much like it was before when we just kind of sat back and and allowed teams onto us. And it was I understand they've played so many games, but it just uh, I'm full of mind, actually on decent form. But same like we should have just um, let the taps off uh, a bit more than we did. Yeah, I mean, Fulham were actually pretty impressive. I thought to be fair, and that Lamina was doing my nothing. I thought he was a I'd take him to be honest. That's not one of my knee-jerk opinions off the back of that, but... Well, we, we said it when we were texting each other, but Heiberg looks, like, cooked, like he's played so many minutes, and it's almost like a detriment to him that he hasn't been injured yet, because he just gets played whenever he can. He's made a different stuff to still be going, and he's too professional and proud to say he needs a rest, but he's fucking knackered, and it's, it's, it's somewhat worrying, because if we actually get into the business end of uh, some competitions, and I don't want him to be lost at that point. We almost could do with a skip or someone to be able to rotate with him. So Soko can't do the same job as him. Winks can't really do the same job as him. It's it's a shame that we've again found ourselves in a position where we've become over reliant on one person in one position. It's it's something we need to look at in the summer. Um, and if it's skip that comes in and, and sort of rotates with him, then so be it. But he, the poor man looked looked fucked. Yeah, I think it's something like that that, you know, I know I've sort of like, I don't think I've ever dug him out. I've kind of, I've I've tried to sort of have that perspective of like, I do think he's a good player. I think he's a player in a position that we've needed for a long time. But whether or not he's somebody that we absolutely couldn't improve upon, whatever. I think what today has shown though is that like when he is looking tired like that, we just seem to lose all foothold in the game because I think taking Ndombele off for a start always kind of puts us on the back foot because he just, again today, like he's almost sort of fallen victim to like what Kane does a lot of the time where you just expect such good things from him now that it, it just goes with the territory yeah. and you just seem just in such an understated way just look so brilliant. Like, I mean... 
I, I, I honestly, honestly think just to, again, just you know, this is sort of quick. This is reactive knee jerk stuff. But I honestly think Ndombele in a few years' time is going to be considered one of the best midfielders in world football. Like he's, I just think he's unbelievable. I think he's on such a level above so many other players. I think I've ever seen play for Tottenham, which is. He's probably going to have that Modric thing, though, where, unfortunately for us, yeah. he might not be appreciated until it gets to the point where people are actually making bids for him and stuff. Like, he, he might just fly a little bit under the radar until that sort of thing starts happening. And I can imagine, like, Paris will start looking at him, Barca, when they start making some money back in, piss it in the Italian league, um, like Pogba did. Uh, but he sort of... He's on his way. He just needs to carry on on the on the the way he's been doing and, and still sort of uh, work as hard as he has been because his fitness is coming along and his importance in the team is growing every week. But he seems happy where he is. So I'd, I'd like to see him a year in the Champions League if, if we can get into it because I think that's going to come a sticking point with, to be honest, a few of our squad members. Uh, but rather than being too negative, like I think Dali was outstanding while he was on the pitch. I think he was unlucky to get taken yeah. off. But having just been injured and sort of needing a bit more of a foothold in the game, I could understand why him and Bale got taken off. As long as they still both keep their places for Palace and start the game, then I don't have a problem with them being hooked a bit earlier because... Like, yeah, spinning, spinning a sort of negative into a positive, they both look pissed off to be taken off, which is good. Like, which, yeah, you know, yeah. At least they're hungry and they want it. And, yeah. you know. well, it's just sort of... As long as they're saving themselves for the weekend, then that's fine. I just don't want to see them back on the bench or something. I think that's sort of wasted momentum. We looked good going forward when they were allowed to influence the game. I think one part I made was uh, on Twitter was that Son looks more creative and more sort of lethal in the final third than I have never seen him sort of creatively for a while. Obviously, we saw him um, at the start of the year. And he was brilliant, sort of, you know, latching onto balls. But his creation and, and the final ball he was putting in was was far better than it has been for maybe his entire time at the club. So that's a, a nice little, um, a nice little thing to see from him. I uh, can like because again, because this is a sort of post-match reactive, and you know, if we're gonna ever have our viral Spurs fan cringe meltdown moment in this, can you allow me a fucking rant on VAR, mate, because Go ahead. I, I have no idea how that wasn't a penalty on Kane. Honestly, I don't, I, 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 I don't understand it. I don't, it's, I either, don't. it's either a penalty or a yellow card. It can't be neither. No. Because if, mean, it's not, if it's not a penalty, you're saying that he's died because there's no way that that contact is made in, in the way it's made and the position it's made and it's not enough to be a penalty. So he's either making too much of it because there's there's no there's no through so it's it's hundred percent a penalty, but the referee referee was shocking all night for me, not in a massive way, but he just kind of he let one or two of Fulham's niggly little hacks go in the first half, and then had to do it for the rest of the game, and they just kicked the shit out of us the entire game, and we only really started to kick them back once Eric Lamella came on, and he does this thing now where he like he'll he'll go on like a messy run and beat ten players like a few times once he's come on and it'll look amazing and then he'll go back to kicking people. It's like it, the man's unreal, like uh, it's just so singular a talent. I don't understand. 
if he even knows what he's going to do next, it's, it's genuinely quite fun to watch. I think he is pretty much like the the pure definition of mercurial, isn't he? Like that's just it's all you can say about him. I mean, the uh, it, it, I don't want to be neg- like it is good. I'm glad we got that over the line, and I think Fulham have been improving. I'm glad you sort of picked up on like how they were kicking us because I don't really want to take away from Fulham because I do think they worked hard and they played well, but. I, also think the ref really took liberties, man. Like they they were kicking and there was a lot of late challenges flying in. I mean probably I would probably say in that second half I counted about at least two, if not three bookings that they didn't get. That yeah, um, you, you, you know can't VARB if we why why are we chucking it in for just like these, you know toenail offside things and why is it not kind of going over looking at more things like this retrospective yellows and I don't know I don't really want to see that bleeding but it's it's just it just shows me like what a mess VAR is overall like it stole that bail goal away from us really last week Mm -hmm. um it didn't it didn't steal it but I mean the emotional kind of reaction to it was gone and we just things up, but it's done as a favour in you know in Davinson. That's, that's nonsense you know. as well. That's never a handball. That's that's a piss take as well. But we've we've been on the other end of it, and at least it's some it's no, consistently shit a rule. Yeah, well, it, it's consistently shit rule, but um, it's still still nonsense. But um, yeah, I think um, I think Palace are, are worse than Fulham are at the minute, and they've fallen off a cliff. They, Palace do this thing where they they get into a comfortable position where they know they're not going to get relegated and then just kind of stop playing because their, pa- their players don't really have the ambition to do anything else. And the manager almost kind of knows that like he's retiring in the summer and they're going to bring someone else in. Like It kind of feels like the club's on pause until the summer, which is what it is. So we, we kind of got to go there. And if we play like we did as the start of this game and we start at, at Palace like we did, then I think we could knock them off by three or four. And we should be looking to do that in a sort of as close as the league is having a, an inflated goal difference isn't going to work and uh, as, as big a momentum as we can get before Zagreb and then Arsenal back to back they're two games that we need to win because if we can go into the away leg of that game being able to rotate and the tie essentially being dead fantastic and if we can go into Arsenal with a fully fit team and everyone's still playing really well and, and high on confidence then uh, then brilliant because uh, that they're, they're two games. If we if we win the next what three games, then that's our season almost turned around. So yeah. uh, it's a it's one of those defining periods. So it's um and for once I'm I feel positive about it rather than uh, yeah. if you'd asked me a few weeks ago I wouldn't have been. So it's uh it's nice. It's been a good few good few weeks to be a Tottenham fan, which hasn't been for probably all year. Like Herbs is saying here, just saying. We got away with one tonight, but that's one where a month ago we end up throwing it away, and that's it, right? It's we've stopped the rot, and we've managed to again kind of be in a position where we're splitting hairs over three points that we've ground out, but we've gotten there, we've gotten it over the line, and you know this is this is a Fulham side that literally, if we just juxtapose this completely, yeah, the same, pretty much the same Fulham side that did come back and. Peg us back in the home leg, so you know it's it's marginal gains, as the uh, 
as the bros would say. But yeah, I'll take it. I'm not going to turn my nose up at it. All right. Should we uh, save something to talk about on the pod proper? Yeah, we'll leave it for the pod proper. We'll do that tomorrow, maybe. Yeah, I reckon so. I'll speak to you nice. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.